Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable. I'm so excited to have you here. And my name is Jen. I'm your host. I'm a self-sabotage and transformational mindset coach. I help female entrepreneurs just like you move from fear and self-sabotage to completely owning who they are and becoming unstoppable. This program, this episode is proudly sponsored by my mastermind, where you are going to unleash the woman you were born to be. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Becoming Unstoppable. I'm your host, Jen Parker, and today's guest, I'm so excited to introduce Delena on the podcast. She's a wife, mum of three, latte lover, and the CEO of Greenhouse Music Online. Welcome, Delena. Thank you so much for having me. Now, for those who might be new to your world, can you explain a little bit about yourself and your business? Yeah. So I've been a, I tell everyone, I've been like a storyteller my whole life. I started off as a kid acting out my favorite movies, writing songs, like in the middle of the day, as I'm sitting in the sandbox, because I saw that happen in musicals. They just, you know, write songs. And I thought that was normal. So I did that. I've been writing stories. So I always tell everyone that I've been a storyteller and uh, I've just always been creative. Um, When I was 19, I started my business teaching piano, which is something I had fallen in love with as a child. And I've been teaching since it's now been 11 years. And I, I get to teach kids all over my region. So I live in Alaska. And I live in a really gorgeous part of the state. Um, And it's just super fun. I do group lessons, I do toddler lessons. And all of that has been local until this last year, I launched online piano courses for kids so that I get to, you know, show that transformation to parents all over the world of how music can shape their lives. Oh, how magic. How beautiful that you started doing the storytelling and music is able to it is yes doing you are telling a story through you know using um song and sound it's so Mm -hmm. powerful for children in their development and I love to even I I teach music from a very storyteller point of view because kids really react well to that and they understand that because you know you're telling stories since to children the minute they you know are born basically and so music the notes itself form a story and often composers use the notes themselves to tell that story and so that can help you find these patterns in music that I like to get a little nerdy about and if you listen to you know even modern day composers and then there's also the storytelling of the lyrics and there's the storytelling of, you know, the sections of the music and you have the different styles. It's, there's so much. And I really love to see kids grab onto that and they understand it in a way that gets them excited. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. And when you see children who may come to you initially, maybe they start maybe not knowing anything about music, what other things can it you know, help the children with in terms of their development? Ooh, so many. So for instance, uh, I have a four-year-old. 
she's almost five. And then we also have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. So we had them back to back. Um, and I've been teaching through all of this. So last year I started doing these toddler music classes so that I could, you know, have my kids in the music classes with me. My oldest, she helps me teach and we do songs. We do a bunch of different like fine, fine movements. And during that time she was in occupational therapy and for just like sensory. And so all of the things that she was doing in occupational therapy to get her sensory, you know, the whole, the whole purpose of occupational therapy is to get kids to excel at their occupation, which is being a kid, you know, and just to continue these developmental skills. And I was taking those little nuggets and I was planting them in my music classes so that they were things that the kids in my classes can also progress at. So anything from like fine, fine motor skills, large motor skills, um, matching, connecting, stacking, all those kind of things that you do with learning through play, you can apply to music at a very young age and give them developmentally appropriate music education that gets their foot in the door and the excitement starts to happen. Mm. Yeah, I think that's so true because when children are playing through the, you know, they don't realize they're actually absorbing and learning something new because it's fun. And when we can, we can sort of shift that mindset for children and like introduce it as a way of the storytelling and the fun and the play-based, that's where you know, change happens. So yeah, I'm really, I I love that. And when you were talking about, you know, you, one of your children, you know, was needing some occupational therapy. We saw a music therapist for my youngest who's Mm. very sensory seeking and he loved it. He, he loved the music. He loved, and it was very tailored to him. Um, But you know, for him, he he wanted to just move around and dance, and that's mm-hmm. how he um, expresses his um, sensory needs. As he, you know, yeah. flaps his hands and moves around, and but he just loves music. So when you're sort of, you know, singing now, he started to sing his own songs. And do you find that when children are um, being able to be creative? and really tapping into that creative part of their brain that you as a mother, but also as, you know, a teacher, you're supporting, you know, all these beautiful new neural pathways and you're giving them all these other opportunities as well. Yeah. So it's, it's tricky because you have kids that come in and maybe they excel at one section at the piano. So maybe they're they really tap into being able to read the notes. Excellent. Like they know like, Hey, that note is a, but they may not have correct timing. So there's certain things that we have to work on where you're doing two things at once, you know, piano is a lot of multitasking, but it's done in such a gorgeous way because it really works both sides of the brain. And I like to tell them when they're frustrated or when they're getting discouraged at learning a specific new skill, I'm like, do you know what we're doing right now? we are exercising the brain and it is learning so much at this moment. It gets them excited because then they actually kind of visualize what's happening and what needs to happen. They are able to say like, oh, I'm struggling with this because my brain hasn't made that connection yet. We're repeating this passage because my brain is learning how to make that connection. 
and then you just see them connect and it's really excellent music just it it's such a powerful tool it's used in you know anything from sensory seeking like you're mentioning you know music therapy as a child to music therapy in late adulthood with uh, patients that have dementia and Alzheimer's. And it's amazing how, how devoted into our DNA, it seems like music is. You know, I talk about music as one of the oldest languages. People just, it started and it's universal. You know, you can connect through music. You can, uh, you can speak through music. You can use the sounds to say a message. You can use it to go into battle. And it's just such a powerful, powerful thing that this world has been given. And it's so cool how much you can unlock with it. Mm. And it's such a great way that you can express yourself. Yes. You know, like it's very songs. healing. It's very cathartic. And you know, like country singers, they'll talk about their their breakup or, you know, it'll be sort of quite, you know, melancholy. And then, you know, yeah. then you might be listening to something that's, you know, dance and you're like, oh, but, you know, you, you become the sound, you become that song and you're, maybe you do need to listen to a sad, sad song just to let all of those mm-hmm. emotions get out. And sometimes we need to raise our vibration and our frequency. So that's where it's like movement dancing put the old music on from you know you know back in your day and yeah really connect back to yourself so yeah do you find that as it can really affect and influence your mood and everyone around you as well the different types of music absolutely uh I focus on a lot of composition and contemporary I do classical as well but my main goal is to really get the students to connect first and then we go to deeper repertoire so finding songs that are from modern day uh usually will evoke more emotion so for instance and this is actually probably more in me that uh, if you've seen the movie Up, which is Pixar, there's this song that's the beginning of the movie that's uh, called Married Life. And it's this beautiful piano piece and it's telling a story from A to B to C to B. You know, it has a, the beginning of the story, the middle story of this couple. And I've used that to teach so much to kids because they're hearing the story, but they're also feeling the emotion that the music is going through because the notes themselves and the tempo change and you have the sad portion of the song and then this hopeful portion of the song. And it's, it's, I mean, there was memes years ago that talked about, you know, how Pixar made everyone cry within like seven minutes or something. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's so much emotion that can go into them. Um, every kid, when if I see a child that is struggling in a day where it seems like their emotions are kind of bottled up or something's going on, I usually don't challenge them in the way that I typically would on a day where they were feeling at their best. I don't like make them repeat a section over and over and over. Usually I will find something to express. So whether it's composing a song, because I do, I compose songs with my students throughout the year and then we publish them in a book. And so I will have them compose a piece of just whatever they need to get out because that was always very cathartic for me. I used piano to express myself when I was mad or when I was devastated. And 
I see that happen with kids and they might be as young as six, seven, eight, but they're feeling big emotions. And I think as adults and educators, it's very important to cater to those different emotions and help them find an avenue. And especially as parents to help them find an avenue to really work through it in a healthy way. And that's what music does. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think, you know, children do have these big emotions and they are still learning how to regulate those big, heavy emotions. And I love Mm -hmm. how you're just meeting them where they are and what they need and not pushing them if they're having sort of a bit of a a low day or, you know, they're feeling a bit. Yeah. I had, I had once, I had one life-changing day where that happened. Um, I had only been teaching, I think three years at this point. So I was probably like 21 and I was still very early in my, my development for it. And I have this kid that had been with me for a year and I actually still teach his family. They're amazing and um, just very wonderful long-term clients that have been with me this whole time. And he was probably eight years old, I'm guessing. And I was just drilling this, this part portion of a song with him, you know, trying to get him to learn it. And I didn't pick up on how he was feeling when he walked in the room and this poor child broke down in tears and I'd never seen him express that kind of emotion before. So I quickly texted his mom and I'm like, Hey, should I send him out here? Do you think I should try and salvage this? And we ended up sending him out to the car, but she shared with me that they were in the middle of saying goodbye to a very loved family member. And so ever since that day, I never wanted to go through that again. I never wanted a child to like come into my room and be bawling, you know, by the time the lesson was done, I I just couldn't handle that. So I always share with parents if whenever they join my studio or even my online courses, I'm like, Hey, you know, sometimes the kids aren't feeling it. And if they have emotions, they're not going to be able to really absorb what's going on in their learning. So just tell me, you know, and we can shift. If I need to shift, I shift. And I think that that's important when you have kids. It's like the improv classes that you might take if you're an actor, uh, where the number one phrase is to say yes and, where you continue from what, where the, the scene partner has started and you continue to add to that and you build upon it. That's why I feel like you have to take an approach with children is say yes and. Mm. Yeah. How powerful and that you're able to just be so curious and learn. And, and now there's, there's still, there's still clients. I think that is amazing of like the dedication that you're doing. So yeah. Mm, thank you so much for you. sharing. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Just showing the, the power of the work that you do. And I'm interested to know about your journey. Cause like, I think sometimes we think as entrepreneurs that we don't have external experiences you know, it's all rainbows and butterflies and we never expect <laughs> out or you know, it's, it's all you know, positive, amazing. But I'd like to know how do you deal with, you know, having a business for, you know, so long? How, how do you keep going when the days that you sort of doubt your own magic? Oh, ooh, I like that phrase. The days you doubt your own magic. Um, wow, I like that. Um, <laughs> that makes me want to write a song. So I have, I have done this business for 11 years and I've had many ups and downs 
there have been a couple of times where I had like a summer job because music lessons were always lower in the summer. Uh, but the last time I had an external job was about five or six years ago. So since then I've been focused on it, uh, really building it to the point where I can stand up without having to take an additional job, you know. Um, there are a lot of things that I think are unique to my journey because I started so young. I mean, I was around 10 years old and I knew that I wanted to be my own boss. Um, I am such a creative spirit that if you try to lock me in a box, I don't do well. So if I were ever to work for someone else, it'd have to be in a creative position. I just, I can't function. <laughs> um, and so as, as growing up, I always had those big dreams, those big aspirations of what I wanted to do. And there was all these different passions and I didn't know how they connected. I wanted to be an actress and I've gone to film school. I've gone out to LA. I've done films. I did a producer and director. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be a writer. And it's the first time in my life today where all of those seasons in my life, there were many seasons where I got to do each one of those. So when I was 19, 20, 21, I did a lot of acting um, and all the way actually to the age of 25, uh, right before I had my first daughter, I had done my first feature film. I had done a ton of directing and it was the year, I think I had 11 projects and I went to film school, like I mentioned. And then there was a section of where I was writing a ton. I was writing plays and I was writing books and all of that at first they seem like passages and just things that I went throughout the time. But now where I am today, I've taken all of those and I've been able to use them, those little detours as what I thought they were at the time. I've been able to use them to do exactly what I'm doing today. I am writing content for kids. I'm writing books, I'm writing uh, videos and courses. I am, I mean, acting them out when you're when you're doing these courses, even though you're yourself, there's still this presentation that you have to, you know, put on to be engaging with them. And there's a lot of things that I learned from acting that go into that. I am a full-time, like I sing every day. I write songs with my kids every day. And I think what's powerful about all that and what the message that I really want to give to your reader or to your listeners about that is. It may feel like a detour at the time, but whatever you learned from that detour, the skills that you learned, or you know, whenever you're in those low areas and you're kind of moving around, those can really be put together to create a beautiful puzzle piece at the end. Just because you're someone that is multi-passionate, it doesn't mean that you're gonna split your focus forever. You know, you can create something with those. And like I said, acting writing, singing, all of those are very, very, you know, connected in the way that they're all a uh, similar type of arts, but it didn't always feel like they connected in a way that I could actually create a career from it. And here I am finally, after all those years where I went through all those different areas and still had my business throughout it all, it has created the dream job that I've been wanting my whole life without knowing it. And so pay attention to those small passions or those big passions and those little detours because you never know what they're gonna create. And even if you can't envision it, it's gonna lead somewhere. So mm -hmm. learn from those. 
my gosh. I think a lot of people are sort of listening in so, you know, that they're sort of going, oh my gosh, that's that's how I feel right now. And they're resonating yeah. because a lot of the time we feel like the path needs to be almost like Dorothy's path, you know, the mm-hmm. the you know, the golden bricks and we can see the obstacles and we know what to have. But a lot of the time it's not like that. We go through Mm. a process and life is a journey of, you know, experiences or like different chapters or or moments in, in time. And I really love that you're able to see that all of those things that you've done, and it sounds absolutely extraordinary, just amazing opportunities (laughs) that you're able to do directing and and sometimes you're right like when people are very multi-passionate I think it's the conditioning we have been told you need to commit to one thing do one thing only Um, and a lot of the time it might be that you have a lot of things that light your heart and soul on fire Mm -hmm. and then you go you it's okay to have multiple things that you're really interested in and it might be that go with what's feeling aligned at that particular time because yes. it's all a journey and it's all for your greater good and it's all going to work out amazingly if yeah. you actually trust that that's the path and sometimes when we're going down a path and we're like oh my gosh this is really challenging and you're doubting yourself and you're like what what why am i doing this go into just what do you love about that you know and it Mm. might be that that is part of your journey because sometimes we we become teachers or you know in particular areas because that's what we needed we needed that sounds like you Delana is that you wanted to have expressed the world through music and sound and you know singing and all of these things and that is what you're able to gift mm. not just children but to mm. you know the world and really creating such a shift oh. yeah it sounds super powerful the work that it, you're able to yeah. do I I feel very privileged I mean we've had a lot of ups and downs my husband was working like a 90 hour work week uh, for a couple of years there when I was uh, at home with our our first two babies and working the business and I'd say that that was probably actually my hardest time was shifting from being a business owner as a single person, even though I was married, to being a business owner as a mother. And someone told me something very early on in my motherhood journey. And that was, don't focus about the quote unquote balance. It's not balancing life. It's actually you know, when we think of balance, it's like, okay, we're holding a plate and we have all these different things on the plate and we're trying to do this, but really it's like the scale, you know, today you're going to focus on this portion and then tomorrow the scale is going to shift a little bit and you're going to focus on the other one. And I think that that's, that's a really great, good, that's a really great, good, that's a really great piece of advice, especially for moms, because we do have to shift focus sometimes when you're also, you know, you're going from work mode to mom mode and back and forth. And it's hard to, to do that. So I love that analogy of the scales and 
you know, focusing on, hey, what is the thing that I need to do today or this year? What is the passion that I want to focus on right now? What's my project? And then tomorrow or next year, you focus on the other portion of the project. And this year for me, it's all been these online courses. <laughs> and that's been a choice that we made as a family was to focus on these online courses for this whole year and really grow that online community of students. Mm. Yeah, when you, I, I think as when you are a business owner and then you're adding in the mix, being a mother as well, that is where it's teaching you not just about <laughs> yourself, but teaching you just so much about life. And I think it can be often a really challenging time because we're wanting to be fully there and present for our children and you know give them the best opportunities but we are also realizing that they are not part of our identity we need to have an identity externally and it's so important to have that so the more Mm -hmm. we focus on ourselves the more our children thrive and I think it's something that is a bit of a societal shift it's showing women like yourself and, and me that we, we can be able to be an entrepreneur, be a mother, and it might be the seasons in our life that we do have to focus a little bit more on sort of those areas of, you know, being a mum, and that's okay. And then sometimes we are in full work mode and that's okay too. So it's just yes. being kind to ourselves that we, we go in different seasons and each one is mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And there's going to be different seasons of growth too. You know, if you're a business owner, you know that there's there's the, the drier season where numbers are down, but you're consistently working towards that. And you know that this is a season that I have to um, stock up for as far as like, I have to go and gather the nuts to get me through the winter. Um, for me, that's the summer, but you know, it's, it's different for all business owners. But what you're saying is it's so true. It's so true. And I think that that's one of the, you know, if there are a few good things that came out of the pandemic, I think one of them is the amount of power that could be inside of a woman for her to realize like, oh, I can do this from home. I can, I can do this. I can, I can be a mom and run my business from home. This is, this is possible for me. Mm. Yeah. I think the, the pandemic has actually gifted people the opportunity to see if you're actually in alignment to your values. Like, are you living yes. what you want or are you driven by your fears, which can be the case for so many people because we take that safe government job. We take that job because that's what we've been told is the right mm-hmm. thing to do. And then there's something brewing inside your belly and it's like, oh, I think there's something more. And you, that becomes activated, it becomes more powerful and you, you tune into that creative piece. And when you're creative, like yourself, Delana, you're expressing your art through music and everyone's got a different way of being creative. I think mm-hmm. people think it's just like painting. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's how you express yourself. I, how I express myself is talking. <laughs> sounds a bit strange I do that too (laughs) that's how I express myself of sharing the wisdom 
of shifting mindsets and things like that. That's my creative juice. You know, my husband, my husband teases us. One, I I do have a note about what you're talking about with the pandemic and aligning with your values. But first, my husband and I were both extroverts and music was a huge part of our relationship when we got together. Uh, We met as we were playing band in band together, both trombonists. Uh, But our daughters are, especially our oldest, they out extrovert us. And I don't know if I've ever met a person that can talk more than I can until I met my daughter. And my husband, you meet him outside the house and everyone's like, man, you're so extroverted. And he's thinking, he's like, I think I'm the least extroverted person in our family (laughs) as a dad of three little girls. And it's just, it's really funny. But I did want to mention a note on the whole, you know, aligning with your values. It's such a good point the pandemic really pointed out to so many people what's important when it comes to your values and your family. And it took us really, like the pandemic um, with my husband, we didn't get COVID through until 2021, uh, the end. So uh, October, 2021, I'd just given birth to my daughter. We had to have had COVID when I'd given birth, but my symptoms showed up a couple of days later. And all through that, he was working for a e-commerce. So it was our major store in our area that serves over 10,000 people. And he was, it was the only one that had set up a grocery pickup and he was managing that and it killed him. Like it was, it was like I said, 90 hour work weeks and extremely understaffed. And he ended up having to leave that department and he'd been in this job for 10 years. That department was newer and he was managing that and he left it. And a year later, we had our third baby and we were still like, you know, something's not right about this where we're at. And he came to me after being home with the girls for a week and taking care of them while I was, you know, hanging out in the room with COVID and a newborn baby. Um, and he's like, I think, I think we need to focus on our family this year. And I think we can sell our car We can make a bet on ourselves, on our business. And I'm going to stay home with the girls for one year. And we just made it to that year. Um, We sold our vehicle. It was only like four years old. We sold it for a dollar more than we bought it because apparently that's where it was at. Um, And we were able to live off that when, you know, we needed to, but I was able to um, triple my business numbers and it was so, it's been so beautiful. It's been hard because, you know, there's a lot of healing that had to happen as, um, just, you know, I was at home for so long by myself, raising these girls is what it felt like. And he hadn't gotten to bond with them. And there was all this, you know, it was just really, really hard. And so there was a lot of, you know, time spent together and a lot of healing and um, bonding. And it was the best decision we've ever made. And it was a lot of faith that we were going to make it through together as a family. And it all started with a gut check you know, seeing, is this business, is this job that I'm at helping or hurting my family? And it was not helping, it was hurting. And so we had to take that step. We bet on my business and we were able to do it. And I think that 
that's one, like I said, a beautiful thing that came out of the pandemic. You're right. It's aligning with your values and finding out what they are and following through on them and being an example for your family. Absolutely. Well, first of all, congratulations on the success. <laughs> Thank of your business. you. And, you know, Thank often you. we don't even celebrate like you took as a family, you took um, something that a lot of people, honestly, they would not be doing. They wouldn't be taking a chance because they're still stuck in fear. And you took a chance. Business is booming. (laughs) The relationships are soaring. So that's truly amazing. Mm -hmm. And it takes with that self-awareness to know, hang on, life is so short. We, none of us know how long we are going to be here. So to yeah. have that awareness and go, you know what? I want something more. That takes courage. So like celebrating mm-hmm. you and your husband, that's absolutely Thank amazing. You. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I got, I got a lucky one. I mean, he's pretty cool. Hey, we, we keep each other on our toes. That's for sure. He always <laughs> comes to me with a wild idea. Like, Hey, let's get a dog. Even though we have one month old and things like that. <laughs> but yeah no it's it is hard to step out in faith but when you have you know that support system whether it's your husband or your best friend your family I think that that's really what can help get you through that and so lean on it you know mm, absolutely a support network is so important and people mm-hmm. who actually see your vision they may not, you yeah. know, they, they face yeah. and let you, right. you have to be in a right energetics to be there. And sometimes it can take time for, you might have these, like, you've been told they're so big, your visions and desires and dreams that they're not going to happen. And sometimes mm-hmm. when, when, when you have that, you've been gifted that for a particular reason, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. it takes time in the physical world to catch up because we're all expecting to, you know, have the results yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why don't I have the and, results? You know, yeah. And when I think about like, as a kid, you know, I'm doing everything I wanted, but I'm not doing it in the way that I envisioned because, you know, content creation was not what it was 20 years ago. You know, content creation is, is relatively a new idea when it comes to the everyday person, the everyday mom being able to create stuff that she's able to sell. And it does bring out all those skills that I have, but I never, never would have envisioned this when I was like, I want to be an actress and a singer. I envisioned Hollywood. And now I'm so glad that my husband and I, we made the decision to stay up here in Alaska and not move to Hollywood. I'm so glad we made that decision because I never would have been here. And this is exactly where I'm meant to be. Mm. Oh, that's so powerful. It's like, I am meant to be here and everything that I envisage, it's happening and it always happens in a slightly different way and just holding. It's so different. Yeah. It's amazing though. Yeah. Just, I mean, for, for your listeners, I hope that they're able to take from that the encouragement because there's so much hope in it. There's so much strength to be able to see, like, I may not get to the vision that I have exactly the way it's supposed to be, but I'm it's not that I'm settling. I'm finding something better. Mm. I'm finding something that's going to fit me, my lifestyle and my personality better. Yes. So yeah. hundred percent. Cause sometimes we have the, we may say, okay, I want say a hundred dollars 
because as a kid that mm. may be a lot of money but like <laughs> uh, or more you know so it's yeah. like investing more or something better so it's just things come in different ways and we evolve mm-hmm. and grow as humans and as you know the biggest journey that we will ever go through is being a business owner yeah. that's the biggest self-development journey we know more about ourselves and trusting and not trusting and all of those things and then we go oh okay it can be easy I can do this so Mm -hmm. yeah amazing well I could I feel like I could talk to you for hours (laughs) (laughs) we both we both love to talk (laughs) so I just um thank you again for being on the podcast sharing how your journey of becoming unstoppable and, you know, your passion for music and singing and how you really provide that, not just to children, but to everyone else in your life. So Mm. thank you for sharing about your journey. Yeah. And for those who want to know a bit more about you, what's the best way to um, contact you? So I have my website, which is Greenhouse Music green as my family name, you know, Delane and green. Uh, and it shows growth in music and cultivating that passion. Uh, I'm very proud of that name change. We did this last year, but greenhouse music, AK Alaska.com. And you'll see all the piano courses that we have. They're mostly for kids, but I've had adults reach out to me saying that they're loving them and they're loving the direction that they are taking with them and the transformation that they're seeing. I've had families that have reached out and they're for the whole family. They're taking it together, which is just such, that's like my vision right there. Uh, Greenhousemusicak.com for those piano courses and music courses. I'm also on Pinterest and Instagram, both as greenhouse music underscore AK. And I'm pretty active. If you talk to somebody that like, if you comment or if you send me a message on Instagram, Pinterest, or my website, you're talking to me. Uh, I'll greet you when you stop on my website in the little chat box. Like I'm very personal and I love to chat about music. Obviously here I am and about how that can change the life of your family. Amazing. And we'll have all of the links in the show notes as well. thank you again Delana for coming on the podcast thank you Jennifer for having me I enjoyed this